Uh, I love I love how we just started off with "fuck yourself, Alan." Hello and welcome everybody to Lockdown Boogaloo 2, episode 17 of Phosphex Party. Yeah, <laughs> like Groundhog Day, we're still locked in our houses, we still can't play games. And the saddest thing I think I've seen today was somebody asking on the Twitch stream for Warm Hammer Reveal whether we're going to have solo play rules for some of the stuff they're releasing. Oh, oh no. <laughs> it's the biggest of oofs. So wrong we... So you know, the, one of the other saddest things is you sent us a picture of the, your microphone setup this morning. Yeah, and because your internet is shit itself, you're having to use your phone headphones. To <laughs> oh, yeah. to I, I, I'm on, I'm on, I'm on peasant 4G rather than the copious of gigabytes of broadband width that I normally get, which is tragically sad. Tragically sad. It's because and, your wife's just like messed it up again. No, 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 no. I, oh, okay. So, long story short. They've they've put in a 5G uh, Bill Gates controlling vaccine people mast at the end of <laughs> end of my road. Oh uh, no! <laughs> oh yes! Oh no! And of course, because the people that put that in don't give a fuck about anything else. They basically opened up the comms cabinet in the street, ripped out loads of stuff, and stuck their own stuff in, closed it, and walked away. <laughs> and then we've had so my neighbours on Talk Talk, the neighbours on the other side are on BT. I'm on Virgin. And literally all of us have been fucked by them putting this 5G mass in. And they've had about a dozen goes at fixing it. And every time they fix it, you go, yeah, it's fixed, it's fixed. And then it goes, oh, no, it shit itself again. (laughs) The only upside to this is I've now had three months free of my broadband connection. However, however, free that you can't use is no good to me. (laughs) That's just not using it. (laughs) That's like getting a discount that you can't use on your mortgage, isn't it? Yeah, so fucking... Well, bullshit, man. Bullshit. Anyway, we're not here to talk about broadband. We're here to talk about the Horus Heresy, and more, inc- more importantly, how bu- what a bunch of spicy bastards we are. So, uh, let's have a, a few hellos. Uh, start, Ross, start us off. Say hello to everybody. Hello there. Mr. Spinlar, who is a grand... Uh, celebrating being alive for another year, aren't we, Spin? Uh, yeah, indeed. Yes. Uh, hello there. I thought you were going to call me like a, I'm celebrating being a granddad then or How something old are weird. You now? <laughs> I am 42 today. Strong. 42. Old Meaning bastard. of the universe. <laughs> Meaning of oh, life. Are you too older than me? Yeah. <laughs> it's not the age, though, mate. It's the mileage. I love oh, how yeah, two, absolutely. Of us, two of us have said hello there and no one's replied with General Kenobi. You're all fake nerds. <laughs> <laughs> You're all fake nerds. <laughs> I've been expecting yes, you, Mr. Bond. Today. Forty-two. Happy birthday, Spent. Not going to sing Happy it. Birthday. Like royalties and shit. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, can't believe some motherfucker owns the copyright on Happy Birthday. That's some that's public domain what? bullshit. Do you, yeah. do you remember when? Do you remember when people used to go to TGI Friday like a million years ago? Oh, and they yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Yeah, so that that's bullshit. Anyway, but there's one more, and perhaps the greatest of us all, the Anton. Say hello, Anton. Good evening, everybody. How are we today? Very well, thank you, Squire. Right. Good. Um, good, good. So we've uh, this is a kind of bit of a birthday special. 
uh, a bit of a let's talk about the Twitch uh, kind of um, uh, fucking preview thing that GW have just done. But we're going to have some of our standard content as well. So we're going to have uh, a bit standard of hobby catch up. What was that? What you just content. said? No, standard content. Fucking broadband. It's not what I heard. Standard <laughs> content. <laughs> None of your oh, non-standard country. Just <laughs> no. standard stuff here. Commodore Garden English. You definitely like used to pull your cunts now, Ross. Uh, what, well, no, I didn't know I was rationed. You no, you only had to have one an episode. I haven't used them for so long. I've been destroying them up. <laughs> Here's the them. thing, though. He can edit. It, he can edit it in and or out. Snip it, and he's got beautiful sound clips. Right, this is true. This is true. Okay, so. um Starting off then with hobby progress, or well, for me and Anne, at least. Anyway, <laughs> I've he done wants... something. All something. right, all right, Petal, calm down, birthday boy. <laughs> Go on. Get round to you. We'll get round to you and change your Zimmer frame nappy later if you're not careful. Right. <laughs> Who wants to go first then, or should we let the birthday boy go first? Let's go. But let's do birthday boy first. Yeah, go on then, spin. Right. Well, I'm going to be over pretty quick. So uh, I painted Standard. the Inquisitor. I uh, got yes. that finished. That's not the first uh, time. For, for the uh, <laughs> <laughs> got that finished for the, uh, for the for our little mini competition thing that we did. Um, was quite pleased to get that done. Um, Can I just say, I was I, I was absolutely blown away by the fact that literally everybody finished it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and that, absolutely I don't mean job. I don't mean that in a kind of like a shitty way. I mean literally. I, I thought the fact that we all finished it was a massive achievement. Yeah, especially for yeah. our little group. I was fully expecting like fifty percent to go. Ah, you know what? I had a chance to do it, or for whatever reason. And I was fully expecting myself to be one of them. To be fair, it was like Uh, it was like Dunkirk. They only expected to get like hundred thousand people off at Dunkirk, and they got like four hundred thousand, five hundred thousand off. They're like, oh fucking hell, that was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, we did really well. Yeah, well done, us. Pat on the back. Uh, That's fine. Um, Yeah, I I got that. Got it painted up. so you know, re- reasonable paint job. Uh, I was more bothered about converting it than I was uh, about getting it painted. So I was quite pleased to manage to get that done, uh, and then uh, f- uh, finish off um, painting my first epic miniature as well, which I did on <gasps> Thursday night. Um, was, a, built... was that a Vindicator? It was the Vindicator, yes. Uh, so it was just kind of like a get an idea of where to put like because because epics. You've got, you know, obviously less smaller details to work with. I think picking out the right details in, in with the right colours kind of helps to to uh, magnify like how the model looks on the table, uh, and so yeah. I just have a, an idea of what to use, like what to paint black and what details to pick out. Um, and yeah, I think it works all right. You know, it might be well when you zoom right in on the photo, it's uh, looks a bit shit, but uh, I think on the table it does the job. Um, I think with epic. With, with Epic, you're really looking to paint. It, it's the you painting the army is what is yeah. the thing. You, yeah, individual, yeah, individual models. There's no point trying to make them look spectacular. Yeah, so, I mean, like one of the things I was going to do today was to um, uh, base coat the rest of that detachment so I could get like the detachment done in that style and see what it looks like once it's finished. Uh, mm-hmm. But I just uh, I, I rearranged everything recently to, in my uh, my office, so I need to get the airbrush kicked out again. I can start doing that. Uh, yeah, did that. I've got uh, more Star Wars Legion stuff built now, so uh, you know, starting getting that ready to get going. But yeah, it's pretty much do... it for me. Is it drone oh. stuff? D- drone stuff. 
Yeah, you know, like Roger, Roger. Oh no, no, no! I'm doing, uh, I'm doing clones. Uh, okay. I'm doing the yeah. There's the, I'm doing the clone side of uh, of the game. Um, it's Ant that's doing dro- uh, the droids. Hmm. Well, the thing is, I've got a bit of both, in all honesty. But I'm probably gonna, I'm gonna be naughty and kind of go down both routes. You wow. Know, get a little I like bit to play around a bit. Yeah, I like to play both sides. Two in one spin. Wow. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, did I have? I don't know if I had my uh, my printer uh, built by. I didn't, did I? Because we did a Christmas no. episode, and yeah. uh, I, I got it built on the last day of the year last year. The the three D printer has finally been built. Hasn't been yeah, used and every fucker else's but... printer broke because you built yours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's it's the quantum paradox of three pr- D printers. Everybody else's works as long as spins doesn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's because everyone else can get their stuff printed, whereas I just like you know get mine built, but then not printed it anything on it yet. So yeah, that's it's just a really expensive ornament. It, it might as well be an egg. No, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> certainly is. That's a very very expensive uh, paperweight right now. I might well, put then, some paper underneath it, underneath it to get some pro- actual use out of it. Well, then, ultimately, why have you not printed anything on it? Time. Time, mostly. And also, it's location, because it's in my work office, uh, and I can't really have that running while I'm working, and I can't... uh, So, that restricts me to weekends and maybe evenings, and then I've been doing other things also in this room at the same time, like playing Among Us with you guys, chatting with you guys. Uh, Weekends have just been... Why can't you run it while you work? Because of the I... noise for a start, and also the smell of the resin. But like, it's quite. You don't, you don't work in a quiet centre. What? No, but if I'm going to concentrate on what I do, then I definitely need a quiet space to work with. Nah, that's some that's some boomer bullshit. He did. He did. You should, he did you should have like did maximum spend... EDM music on. <laughs> You'll design yeah, houses hella quick. Yeah, we I don't design do, houses. Do like, like, go on. I was going to say, we do force all of our de- developers to listen to speed metal to make their projects go faster. <laughs> Hashtag true <Yeah>. story. <laughs> yeah, I, I also need to get a, a proper adapter for it as well, because obviously the power adapter is like a, it's like a shaver socket, so I just need to order a couple of those, and I'm just not going around to doing it. Well, Amazon Prime next day, my man. Crack on. Yeah, I know. Like I said, it's just one of those things I'm just not, I keep forgetting to, to order. Uh, so I just need to do it. <laughs> It's just you no, no, it's no other reason. Get, get your PA getting... on it. Get your PA on it. Get, your P- get Jeeves to do it. <laughs> <laughs> or ask Jeeves. That's going back in a bit of time, isn't it? Set, go. Send is me a Jeeves minion. Still a thing? No, oh, is that no, still a search engine? Or has that gone in the bin? I can't imagine that has. I mean, that could be, be wrong, wrong. But I doubt it is still going. Very surprised. Yeah. All right. So no, the thing is, we should create a new version of it. Where ask Jeeves this, and then just comes back with fuck off. <laughs> I mean, Let me just Google that for you, sir. All Ash <laughs> yeah. used to do anyway was just link you up to the uh, to the newest piece of malware going anyway. So yeah, yeah exactly, so it was good. No, the thing is, uh, the fact you got your printer built and it's kind of ready to go is good. That's good. So yeah, it's, what's, it's what's, just, uh, what's another step closer? That's all that I need to get. So what's the first thing you're going to print on it when you can get round to saying it all sorted out? Uh, it's not a baby Yoda. No, it's not going to be baby Yoda. Fucking waste. Is it going to be a Tyrannosaurus <laughs> cock? No, it is. Just no. pour the resin into some goldfish's eyes and be done with it. <laughs> 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 Funny you should mention cocks. If you print 
if you printed sex toys, they wouldn't then they aren't safe. They aren't insertable no. safe because of the resin. <laughs> That's part <laughs> of the thrill, Roth. Jesus. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Excuse me while I just hump cancer. I mean, I'm sure there's people that take bigger risks with things out there than that. Also, or, public or... service announcement. If you, if you buy a dildo that's made of uh, stone, like any rock, then it's not been resin sealed, then do not put it in you. It's okay. bad. Because all that's... stone is porous. Yeah. So even if you wash it and you think you've been, been studious in your cleaning of your, your, uh, your sex toys, if it's made of a, a rock and hasn't been sealed with resin, it's going gonna, it's gonna to give you some crazy toxic shock. I mean that that's a very niche advice, but uh, appreciated for those people. Hey, look, I'm just saying. Have you have you seen most thing. of our listener base? Uh, you know, yeah. we'll be hitting Google later for that bad boy. Definitely, cheers for that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, as I said, as I said last episode, we are a sex positive podcast. We only kink yeah, shame just... Kurt and Lottie. Yeah, and we only kink shame those two because they like it. That is true. <laughs> At least Lottie that is, their, that is their kink. Their, their kink is being kink shamed. Are we, and we're not in kink shaming, so we do it. It's fine, man. I can't. I can't wait until Lottie comes on the podcast and we just kink shame her for a full hour. Can, uh, just on the subject stuff. of Kurt, I, I, I think we ought to share with our with our listeners um, how a how hot his sister is, but b <laughs> even when you when you masculinize her through that weird app that turns you into a man or or a lady, depending on which way around you are, she's hot as a bloke as well. Yeah, who was it that so said the... he lost the genetic lottery? Because when we made him, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, oh, he's we... gonna hate this episode, isn't he? Yeah, well... We feminized him, and he wasn't bad. He was like a six pinter. But was yeah. was that the pictures in the in the chat the other day that I didn't because <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I was because I, I was studying. I wonder who that random out. woman was. We also figured out that Alan might fancy his sister. What? Yeah, that was that was a whole new whole new world of that we didn't need to explore. But yeah, but Kurt's sister is Hello. just justifiably, yeah, hotness. hotness. <laughs> All of a sudden, Facebook's going to go crazy. <laughs> yeah, they don't know who she, his sister is. Not yet. Um, no no if, one mentioned if, names. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, if they, put, if they put sister pencil dick into a search menu, they're going to be really disappointed with what comes back. I mean, they might not be. They might be really happy with <laughs> no, what they comes might back. Be, yeah, Hang they on. might be. But it won't be what they're expecting. Hang on, two seconds. Let's so have a look. Don't oh. search it, Ant, for the love oh, of God. No. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, anything related to heresy hobby hasn't really happened for a while, apart from this epic heresy stuff that I'm getting quite excited about again. So yeah, that's, um, that's heresy. Just but, oh, um, hilarious. oh, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I'm so... Sister pencil dick. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> oh no! As a public service announcement to our listeners, can I recommend strongly recommend that you do not search for Sister Pencil Dick. Do Holy not do shit, it. That... There's, there's some really good. And if you do, let yeah. us know that you did it. No, don't. Is... We we have no. we have nothing to do with that. Literally, just go, nothing straight, to do with it. just go straight to images. Cut to the crap. It's all good. Oh, <laughs> oh god. Yeah. Um, Sorry, oh, actually, on, one thing sorry. I did do heresy related was I ordered the um, the new Mortis book, the, the limited edition. Well, I say I ordered it. Not, not had your dispatch no- notice yet, though, have you? No, not happy about mm. that. But mm. uh, we'll see. We'll see. I've not certainly not been having it. Had not had it delivered today, so I'm now on the on that. Uh, ooh, that anxiety trip of am I going to get the 
we are sorry, we had to cancel your order because we've run out of stock. Do you know uh, what, James? Though... I, think, I think we're going to have to have an intervention and just take the internet off you because it's not a good space for you. For, or figure out a way of me stopping me from buying books, at least. I told you not to buy it. Just don't yeah, I know, but I wanted that one. Because it's Mortis and it would be tight related to so it. Be in, cool. in before it arrives, damaged. Oh, yeah, that would be the next thing. The thing to consider, I'm 23 days clean, as in I've not bought any geek shit, so I'm doing quite well. you printed it all. Shh, that's my hobby. (laughs) 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 Yeah, that's pretty much, apart from like non-related stuff that's not related to heresy, like I've I've been getting pretty excited about Warcry as well. Um, uh, Yeah, heresy related stuff is basically just been reading Red Red Fury of Magnus. Mm. Um, So, uh, why is he angry? I'm not going to comment on that based on oh. stuff that's in the book. I, I, I tried to play with Kurt's mind. Let's bring Kurt back into this. I said to him, <laughs> um, on the basis that the Thousand Sons have a, a kind of like a, an Egyptian feel, why has their Primarch got a Nordic name? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that pickled his head for a good 30 minutes. <laughs> and then, then he twigged at the fact that the Horus is already taken. Yeah. I was like, that's where I was going next. <laughs> yeah, no, I think since the last episode I've read both Saturnine and Fury Magnus. I've looked at them on my good. bookshelf. I've looked at the book in ages. Oh, oh and I also I... fully completed my uh, hardback editions of um, uh, the Heresy series. I cannot yeah, believe that you picked up the Prince of Crows and the Crimson Fist. That has to be at least 200 quid's worth of novella. And that's not what I paid. And I got three novellas. Did you pay less? I paid considerably less than that for all three. God damn. Well, I say considerably less, but not you know not not a lot less. How many dicks I mean, uh, did you have to send? <laughs> I was going to say no. the real question is is what's the emotional price? <laughs> <laughs> what did it cost it's, you? Everything. <laughs> everything. <laughs> <laughs> Almost everything. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I got Blade of the Traitor, the Crimson Fist, and uh, Prince of Crows. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's as far as I'm aware. That apart from the scripts, I think are the, the only two that I don't officially have. But I'm not really fussed about those. But uh, I've got all the no, all the hard bugs. Um <clears throat> Just in so, time yeah. for you to complain about how there's a new Primarchs anthology. Oh my! God. It's going to upset the symmetry. I wasn't bothered about this as much about the symmetry like uh, Keith was. Uh, and to be fair, what his point was is the fact that they've got two anthologies that slot into the two Legion numbers that don't exist. But what I've got the issue with is that are they just going to keep releasing anthologies to drag out the series? Uh, you know, does it matter? That, I don't know. If, uh, yeah, if it's good content and everyone's enjoying it. I don't know. I just like the, the neatness of it being just the 20 books that it could be. Uh, and now it's well, not. It's now so. going to be twenty-one. So, oh yeah, but can... it could be twenty-six, as far as we're aware. Well, you know, they that's, cool. them. that's that's twenty-six books worth of yeah. stuff we didn't know before. Yeah, fair enough. But uh, yeah, just yeah, whatever. I'll still get it, but you know, it'd be nice to know that we. If, I like the idea that we've got a definite set ending, and now we don't. So, whatever. What do you mean there was a definite set ending? 
as in we've got 18 Primarchs, two, two that are missed, 20 in total, two that are missing. They've filled in the two gaps with the anthologies, and then we'd have 18 books. There you go, one complete set, done. Was Vandal but, not part of the Primarch no, series? Or is that no, a character it's series? It's a character series, but it's not part of the Primarch it's series. series. It's a separate series, which is what um, um, Luther is as well. Luther's part of that same series as Vandal. Just put the anthologies on a separate bit of the shelf. I, they, they'll be matching in. Uh, so, no. Well, they're not numbers. That's it. That's it. I'm setting fire to the whole lot of the internet. Fuck it. Fuck it. That's me done. That's me done. You know, and you know what? You know what makes me smile is I'm glad I'm, I'm not as kind of dedicated as you, Spence. Because if you looked at my bookshelf, you would have an absolute shit fit. Because there's nothing. They're not in order. They're ups and downs. And all sorts of stuff. It's just like, oh, yeah, mine, mine yeah. is spread across like four bookcases, both upstairs and downstairs. Yeah, the the only only books I keep in order are the stuff that I use like academically because it irritates me if I can't find the reference thing that I'm looking for. Everything else is just like other stuff filed under yeah. other. Hundred percent. I thought you were going to be like the only books I keep in order are my uh, are my like catalogue of black little black books. <laughs> the sexy time collection, as I like to call it. <laughs> ah, yes, that was a superb evening. Felicity, Felicity and her sister. More. Uh, oh, that was a superb evening. Most intriguing. That, that, that um, week when I went through editions uh, 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 from uh, A to four, uh, A to D, uh, that was the first novel. Jesus. It was. It was. It's, it's the old gag, isn't it? It's, I've only been on Faithful twice. Once with the Coldstream Guards and once with HMS Ark Royal. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Right, who's going next then? I'll go. Go, do it. I, I built some tiny spaceships. That was it. Yes. Yay. Um, <laughs> Ollie printed me. What are you laughing at, you slag? Dan just going, yes, really quietly in the background. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yay. Uh, Ollie printed me. Six Dauntless, and he printed me some of the Admech ships as well. Uh, so I cleaned them up, God. I got them ready, I built them, and then I was like, oh, I'll just go and get my little baggy of flight stands. Of course, that's mostly empty, because I, I gave loads of different people flight stands, because I was like, oh, I've got loads of them, and I don't currently have any needs. <laughs> Not anymore, you don't. So now I'm just like, hmm. And Games Workshop don't, play, don't sell fucking flight stands. I know where you can what? get some. Oh, it's because... Of- They've got the uh, they've replaced them, haven't they, with those silly uh, they're the fucking the, the wonky ones. Yeah, why don't yeah, I know where use, you can get some? Why don't you just use a piece of cable, like a piece of wire? It'll look much far much cooler. I don't know. I might nice. do. It's just I I'll be tempted by the um, uh, what's the name method that Heralds of Heresy Boys was uh, showed off for epic oh. ships. Are you insane? That's mental. Oh, yeah, of course, you've got to insert the um, it's a, screw it's a bike spoke. It's a bike spoke with a nipple. The nipple's probably bigger than it's the nipple. Ship. Yeah, sorry, yeah. yeah. So um, what else like did I do? A bit of paperclip or something. I mean, for painting, yeah. I mean, when it comes to, like, getting it like, to finish standard, I want the clear. I'm undecided I, I, to do, I, whether to do clear or black. That's the thing. Yeah, I'd always go black. Got to be black. <laughs> Well, that's a different story. But um, joking aside, I do know where you can get some, so I can hook you up with those. I think. Cool, that'd be great. Uh, what else did I do? I painted the Inquisitor. Obviously, it was it was yeah. it was uh, not great, but best I could do was shaking hands. 
Uh, hey, considering your hands are shaky, that was oh, I was pretty impressed with that. They haven't stopped yet, so I'm hoping like once the cold weather fucks off and I I don't have to take as many meds, then uh, the the tremors will go away, which is normally the case. Normally, like in the summer, my joints and stuff are the best. So, um, not, other than that, not, I was going to say, does it actually hurt to paint, or is it just the fact that you just can't control your no, I just have tremors, and I get um, I get cramps uh, like in the back of my hand if I hold a paintbrush for too long. It's really weird. Uh, I spoke to I've spoken to a neurologist about it, and they were just like, uh, "We can't really do anything at the minute." What with everyone being super sick, yeah. and I was like, "That's fine. I don't particularly want to come into hospital during a pandemic." So I've got a it's plague central. There's stuff they there's medical stuff I'm going to do once once it's safe to be out and about again. But, um, LSD, that's the way forward, my man. Do it. I, I, I am a fan of psychedelics. So psychedelic mushrooms I, would be the way forward. I, I would be prepared to undertake that as a controlled experiment. Just saying, if there's any doctors yeah. listening, <laughs> research scientists out there that need a hand, I'm up for that. Definitely. Uh, the only other thing I've done is um, obviously finalised my list for the Dark Angels. Um, me and Spin have been planning our mini episode and stuff, so... Yeah, that's it. That's, I, I have done that's a small good. amount of hobby, not a lot. And now you and you and Ant can just absolutely blow us away with your. Right, come on, Ant, start windmilling. Right, okay then. So I started off because um, Chris, believe it or not, on Christmas Day I actually painted a model. So I painted a, a servitor from uh, Rogue Trader, I think it was, as part of like a Necromunda thing, and then I kept the Necromunda theme going with a load of hired guns so i've nearly got all of them done um then i decided to because i was a bit kind of um in and ah in what to do for the 2021 projects in the last episode i was a bit like i don't really know um so i kind of half decided on that did the inquisitor but i put a bit of a twist on mine where i gave her a double handed chainsaw and painted in world eats colors just because <laughs> I can. <laughs> um so she now matches the rest of my army splattered in blood it's okay but it's it, to be honest with you it's all about the army rather than the individual model and then i decided so is, is that your take on latera sarin then yeah mm-hmm. yeah nice. so that's the that, that's angron's Handmaiden or whatever she's whatever she is. Um, <laughs> handmaiden. So... <laughs> I don't know. I'm not Dude, made... she would I'm she not... would kick you out of an airlock if you said that to her. She would so... actually get a chain axe and tear you a new one properly. <laughs> right, it sounds like I need to do some reading on that particularly. Um, so so then so effectively, what I was going to do. So for these are my hobby 2021 resolutions because I couldn't decide what to do and i think nick started it off mr two pump you know fucking dry balls himself and, <laughs> and 2021 2021 is going to be project war so all i'm going to kind of focus on kind of our army wise um is going to be orcs so for ulanor as mainly but then also yes. for the ninth edition etc etc so I've started doing boys, and I mean boys literally by the bucket full. So I've painted so far in the first 20-odd days, I've done 12 shooter and about 25 slugger and shooter boys. And I've only, I've, I've got bugger all left, well, not bugger all left, I've got lots of vehicles, 
lots and lots of vehicles, but I'm doing all the infantry first just to kind of get it out of the way, and then I'll start working towards the vehicles. In the meantime, whilst I was also doing that, my, my replacement LCD screen turned up for the Saturn. So basically, I just went on a bit of a, an epic rampage, and I've printed off probably nearly 5,000 points of epic so far. Um, which I'm yes. going to paint all in. I'm going to paint it all in one swoop. I'm going to do it just as one massive job lot. Well, I'm going to try and do a bit of a painterthon. So I'm going to see if I can paint it all in, like say, one or two days, um, just for the shits and the giggles. Um, and then I've just been printing off some 28 mil bits. So I've got some, uh, I think, Quartz 3D or whoever the makers called. I think they're called. So I've got some like Techno Barbarians, which I'm going to use for kind of like wastelanders and kind of maybe a a militia type army so i was looking at militia rules for all the different kind of like age of stripes militia stuff. are cool and so they i think they're going to work quite well and then some random robot dudes and that's been pretty much it i've just been fucking around with the printer painting hawks and um yeah today i finished off um, two thunderhawks which are upscaled from what i found on thingiverse and then as we're speaking i've got a load of other odds and sods coming out so once that's all done it'll be um painting time for all the epics so it's been a pretty it's been a quiet few weeks but i've been really busy at work um really really busy at work so i've not really got much time to get much stuff done so yeah it's been okay it's been good it's been good so far sounds good man yeah i'm i'm very excited by ants printing i'll be honest the the epic's really nice I'll, I'll be honest with you. I wasn't. I, I, I knew it would be it, obviously because we were having the, the filament printer. I thought, yeah, this will be this will be good. But I didn't. I didn't realize how good it actually is. It's like I printed off this the epic stuff. I printed off. I was like, oh, it's really good detail. It's really nice. It's all this kind of stuff. And it was only when I was printing off the twenty eight mil stuff, I looked at it and I was like, this is a game changer. This is the fact that I can go onto the internet. I can pay you know, 10 quid a month for a Patreon or, you know, those trawling through Thingiverse for whatever. And I can effectively print an army in my living room with liquid into solid. Yep. It's just, it's fucking banal. It's magic, isn't it? It's, it's voodoo insane. magic. It's completely insane. <laughs> I tell you what, but I this... believe shit <laughs> happens. But then, oh. but then the thing, the problem you're going to have is with my pledge, it's like I have a pledge of painted versus bought <laughs> i might need to amend it for painted versus printed i need to explain that's... to you marx's theory of value uh, labor sure. theory of value and uh, the fragment on the machine it's too long for this podcast unless we want to start communism one at some point although that might be about not be about involved <laughs> let's do that shit uh, but yeah but the point the point being is and at this point it starts to become free and then when it yeah. becomes free you can't attach value to it what's it well, it's the experience that it's actually the meaningful thing. Yeah, but um, yeah, so that's an interesting thing. But it is, it's, it's for for me, the three D printing has completely blown my mind. Completely blown my mind. Where I was last night, I was messing around with. I printed up a Thunderhawk. It was a six. I think it was originally a six mil version, like the old the old version from from back in the day. Not as in the fucking flying bus. The second version, not the third version. <laughs> and, and and I tweaked it a little bit because I printed it off and it was way too small. And I was printing it like 0.02 millimeters, I think it is. And it just took fucking forever. So I was like, no, fuck that off. It's too, it takes too long. <laughs> so, then, so then I was... 
it's the the ant apply how how you apply ant to something is as we said the other night you are like applying an orc to something it's just oh, a fucking it's fucking long. fuck those settings let's just do this let's make it this fucking make it quicker shall we oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Point. hit it with a hammer and believe it's going to work that's it i can't i can't wait 11 hours for a fucking gunship that's just ridiculous. <laughs> that shit so I managed to cut it down to five hours anyway. So yeah. Um, so when I, when I was looking at the size, and I'm like, well, it doesn't really fit in with the size of the infantry because I've scaled down the infantry. I've printed the tanks at kind of like base level. And then I was looking on the Forge World website and I was trying to work out how big is a fucking Thunderhawk. And then I, I found a picture where someone's, where like a rhino is driving out in the front of it or something. Like just a random, like a random image on Google. And I was like, oh, okay. So then I basically... Put a cut, put a the the rhino file onto my plate, and then put the thunderhawk plate uh, STL onto the onto the plate, and ex and kind of made the thunderhawk big enough to get the rhino inside, and it's fucking huge. But that's huge. the wrong thing. I don't care. It's fucking massive, man. It looks. <laughs> that makes me awesome. awesome. <laughs> Looks so the, the, bad. There's Wait, what's a... the wrong thing? Well, a Thunderhawk doesn't take a rhino, does it? Oh, you mean the Stormbird? Or the Transporter. I don't know. I don't know what it was. But you know what? I'm just like, I don't care, man. It looks... But from a from a kind of a... You know, cause it works, it's it works. On, Yeah, but the thing is, but then the other thing I looked at as well, on, on the Forge World website, you've got like a load of Blood Angels kind of coming out the front assault ramp type thing. And you've got a mm. dude standing next to the heavy bolters on the front. And the heavy bolters are kind of just above his head kind of scenario. So, you know, I mean, I kind of judged it from that as well. So going on that as well as the rhino that can fit inside the front door, it's a, it's a the, the Storm Eagle is kind of fucking huge. I can't wait for yeah, that I mean, one. the the version of the Thunderhawk you printed from was a bit small anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like, in comparison like, to, like, the... They released, like, the Aeronautica version of it. Yeah. Yeah, which is the one like I've got, but okay. yeah, yeah, like scaling it up to like that probably makes it about as chunk as it should be. But at the end of the day, it's epic. Like, who was I winding up? It. I think it might have been Ollie when I was like um, the tanks, or it might have been spinning. It's like the tanks uh, are on the ground in comparison to the aircraft, so the aircraft are closer to you, so they look larger. Like the <laughs> this is fucking... close. That is far yeah, away. Yeah. The Father Ted like <laughs> joke, but with uh, epic tanks. <laughs> uh, and have you found yeah. the twenty-eight mil Stormbird you can print? Yeah, it's about twenty quid though to buy the file. No, on Thingiverse. Really? Yeah, just looking at it right now. But wait, you that's can... illegal. Sorry, it's it? called something different to that. I'm assuming no. it's a Stormbird based on that's the so... imagery. It's the whole. Would you download a car? Yeah, yeah, quite clearly I'd download a car. (laughs) What the fuck are you talking about? Yes. Would you see a handbag? Well, depends how fast I can run. But there you go. That's another (laughs) conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Joking, joking. Oh, you've linked me. Lovely. Right. Don't show me that. I'll get distracted. No. Um. Yeah. The the printer's fucking insane. It's just completely bananas. I thought the print. I thought the other printer was good for terrain. Well, this is just. Insane. I found a load of orcs and like so I've got grots. Theoretically I could have grots going out of my fucking eyes. It's just and the, yeah, I paid through I didn't pay through the nose, but I paid what four hundred and something pound for it. But it's it's it's, it's worth every penny so far. Thing I'm is like it. like I said to Ollie, you'll recoup that off us. Well without without even trying, do you know what I mean? Like without even being like 
do, even yeah, doing gonna... even doing mates rates on stuff. The amount of stuff that we randomly be like, I found an STL for a plasma pistol. Do you want to print it to human scale? Like dumb like, shit yeah. like that will pay <laughs> off. <be> your one. <laughs> <laughs> it will pay off not only your printer but also probably a fair chunk of your mortgage if you truly if you truly like got your STL files out and waved them in front of the 69th fleet every so often, you'd definitely get, like, some pocket money. Well, the thing is, though, I suppose in a way, it depends on... You see, I've never really been kind of like a businessman-type kind of uh, ideology, kind of like mentally, you know, that kind of way. I've always been, you know, when it's always come down to, like, the, the resin, not, you know, not the resin printing, but the, um, the filament printing, it's like, well, pay for the material and I'll get it sorted. Like, you know, with, say, for example, with Dan's uh, industrial table... It's like, yeah. if you want to print it right, you know, I'll, I'll just bang it off. You know, it, it, this is how much it, it's going to roughly cost in material. Just replace it, no worries. And it's a similar kind of thing. So if I wanted to do something like that, I'm sure I could. But it's just, again, it's just ensure that you market it kind of scenario. So asking the right questions and just saying, right, what do people want? But then doing it in, so it's, you're being quite upfront rather than trying to be snidey about it. So the thing is, it's like, it's the same as what happens with Ollie. Ollie got his printer mm. and went, oh, if anyone wants anything, let me know. And then everyone who's got like a little horde of STL files went, hey, have you seen this? Yeah. And then he, what he does to me, which is occasionally he'll like just send me a message and it'll just be full of the um, STLs for Battlefleet Gothic because he knows that that's how, that's what I want. Yeah. A not so, healthy community. For the, for the love of God, nobody introduced anything <laughs> chemically addictive to this scenario because we're <laughs> fucked. I mean, I'm already, I already have um, to habitually take opiates, so yeah. like... I'll, I'll happily, I'll happily recommend amphetamine. That's great. Amphetamine? <laughs> <laughs> How did Spin paint that army in a weekend? Well, true story. <laughs> we were talking about that. <laughs> and why has he got no, why has he got no tongue left? <laughs> we, oh, we, aer- we aerosolized cocaine, turned on some EDM and threw it into his bedroom. <laughs> funny thing is, it's funny you should say that because obviously today uh Ant posted a picture of like me, him and uh, uh killer in a nightclub yeah. and Keith responded with Jesus, did you have all of the cocaine on that night? I was like, hey, I didn't even have alcohol that night. It's like what? You do you did used to dance like a coked up loon though. Yes. So yeah, that's me that's me and my um shit for this month or you know, so far. So what have you been up to, Mr. Dan? Yeah, take it away, sir. Well, so uh, I too painted the Inquisitor, although uh, I, I stretched it out a bit and did an entire warband. Uh, so, like all the all the um, like the retinue to go with them as well. Basically, yeah. a bunch of Blackstone miniatures, uh, a couple of enforcers from Necromunda, and a yeah. chunky footbox footbox from um, Horus Heresy Domitar. So they look suitably cool. Uh, I've also finished my Riser army, making the. I suppose technically we're still in lockdown. So yeah, that was the eighth army I painted in lockdown. Uh, also finished last of Phil's white scars. So he's got all these white scars now. Happy boy uh-huh. with those. Uh, what else have I done? Um, it's been it's been an unusual moment because for the first time in a very long time, I haven't got like a big army painting project to start right now. I've got um, chunky bits of stuff to do. So I've actually got enough um, models to do, uh, I think it's 45 breaches for my word bearers, which, are, which is another one of the all the rights of war kind of project that I'm, I'm gradually ticking off. 
Uh, and I've got enough to do 30 for my uh, Imperial Fists as well, just because Imperial Fists. It's one of those things, because the Stone Gauntlet is the list that literally everybody who plays Imperial Fists takes, because it is the best list by... A, a, you know, like Iron Fire for Iron Warriors? Yeah. It's the same thing. Oh, it's the same concept in the sense of... It's like, oh, that just leans into all of the strengths of the army, so why wouldn't you do that one? But because I'm a contrary old bastard, um, I haven't. <laughs> same reason I don't... I very rarely use Galvor back or... And I don't even own a Mara Gaunt model. Anyway, that's by the by. So they've got those, but they're not really that kind of... Um, uh, kind of like painting two and a half thousand points of something. So what is, I have instead done is... I'm, I'll, there's a couple of things I want to do this year. I want to do a bit more painting for its own sake, which is kind of what the Inquisitor was. I'm probably never going to use them in anything um, other than thinking, oh, I could use a model like that in a, I don't know, kind of like in a role-playing setting sort of thing. Um, but well, uh, well, just quickly on that one, Dan, your Inquisitor mm. Retinue was absolutely fantastic. Oh, thanks, man. I was really, really, really like... It, it was just... It just signified... It was just like the image... Like the, the models you'd picked were and how you'd painted them were perfect for an inquisitorial retinue. It's it just kind of like it, it duded character, which is what I love about if anything, it kind of like highlighted what I love about 40k effectively is and in, in, in the inquisitorial sort of stuff. It was just really cool. Really cool. Oh, well, thank you very much, man. I appreciate that. Uh, like I said, I, I, I'm going to do something that is just painting again, and I think later in the year we're going to do. Um, we're going to do something similar again like we did for the Inquisitor. In fact, we'll talk about this when we get to the preview uh, that was earlier today about we maybe have had a, spotted an idea in the midst of that. Um, but I'm doing, it's not heresy related, or I suppose and it's the fact that it's not heresy is in itself heresy. Who knows? Um, <laughs> we, we've called it Path of Glory. It started when, I, I can't remember who it was, we were talking about favorite gw models at some point in chat and i said my favorite one ever was the uh the kind of i think it was called like the like the dark apostle or something like that not a 40k dark apostle but from warhammer fantasy and he's a kind of like chaos knight nurgle chaos knight on the back of a de demonic steve this like rotting horse oh, he's got a big yeah, yeah. got his big side over his shoulder and i said that is by far and away my favorite ever gw model and, I, and it got me thinking that I really love the Nurgle kind of um, aesthetic, especially on fantasy models. So I decided, what, and what me and Alan decided what we're going to do is, much like we did for the Inquisitor Warband, we're going to do something, but we'll use kind of the old world aesthetics of a Chaos Warband, like kind of Slave of Darkness, Lost in the Damned kind of era type thing. You know, got like a bunch of individual models that represent a an early chaos war band with a champion um so i've got i've been i ended up buying a lot more models for that than i was planning the idea was originally i'd use the slaves to darkness box as the basis but then it's like they're all chaos warriors which is cool but i, I wanted some like some bog standard grunts in there as well so i got the uh iron golems war cry war band because i think they've got that They've got because they're all using blunt weapons like hammers and maces and stuff, and they've got. Um, I think with the bright paint scheme, they can look quite nurgly. They've got those kind of blank faced helms and uh, that kind of nurgle thing going on. So with a bit of 
bit of painting trickery. I think I can make them look quite good. I've got an idea for the armor that I think might work. Uh, so I've got some of those, and then uh, I wanted to do a conversion because my boss dude's going to be the Chaos Lord on Karkadrak, I think it's called in AOS terms. Um, and I was originally going to turn, he's got a kind of like a halberd in his left hand and a sword in his right. And I was going to uh, turn the halberd into a scythe. Um, but the more I think about it, the more I quite like the idea of a sword and a shield. Uh, so I ended up buying a box of uh, putrid blight kings for the kind of the, the weapons and the shield bits, basically. But then I thought, you know, I can always do something else and paint with those as well. Um, so there's that. But then in terms of heresy uh, this year, the plan is I'm going to paint a couple of uh, militia armies and they are going to be fully 3D printed. Ooh. So, yeah. So um, basically using STLs from um, uh, what they're called, Reptilian Overlord. And the first army is going to be a traitor one, which is, um, funnily enough, nearly it's about halfway done, actually. Um, and that's using the Desert Reavers. And the idea is they're kind of um, word bearer tithes from Colchis. So I don't know if you, if you might remember from uh, the, the books, specifically uh, the Lorgar Primark book, talks about the Ushmatar core, who are like the, um, the Covenant enforcers. They're like the the elite soldiers of the of the covenant, and I'm painting them up like that, so they've all got like red head scarves and stuff. Um, so they'll look quite cool. Uh, and then for the others, I'm going to use are going to be the loyalist ones. Um, Reptilian overlords do this range called Space Nam, which is um, in 40k terms you'd call them Catachans, but if you look at the aesthetic, they've got really got that kind of um, it's a blend of Vietnam stylings, but colonial marines from the alien series and it, also basically the guys from predator isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. it's but it's all of those it, it's got bits of all of those put together classic 80s uh, action movie sort of stuff 90s yeah so action they're, movie. they're all muscled crazies but that, i thought that'd be a really interesting painting challenge that i found because it's the, the skin's the main focus their body armor is basically sort of like you know death world green with a wash and a bit of a highlight and that's it and the weapons are quite plain but uh, the the nice thing that the sculptors have done is they've actually given uh, the faces different um, ethnic facial features. So there are some Afro-Caribbean faces in there. There's some Mexican native slash Native American kind of Amerind type faces. There's classic Caucasian faces as well. Um, and it, I think that's very different to the kind of even even in the kind of like the the GW ranges, it's rare to see a face that hasn't got like Caucasian features. In fact, off the top of my head, other than in the artwork, I can't think of a model that's got like a non-Caucasian face. Certainly on humans, at least. Anyway, I don't know if anybody else can think of one. Every new sergeant, you know, the new um, limited edition Kachachan jungle fighter dude with a power fist. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Based on based on Dutch from Predator, that's the only yeah. one I can think of. The only one, yeah. Maybe that's. There's a I'll... couple in the sisters' range, I think. Okay, I've not. I mean, yeah, I don't yeah, know I'm that not, range I'm, at all. I've not, I've not looked at that one at all. No. Um, interestingly enough, though, I was talking to the guy that sculpts the stuff for um, Reptilian Overlords because he'd seen he'd seen the test model I'd put up painted, and I think I think <laughs> I think. From talking to him, I get the impression that 
loads and loads of people print his stuff, but very few people have actually painted it. There's really not that many examples of painted stuff on the internet. So when he saw the test model put up, he was quite keen to chat to me about it. Oh, what are you doing? Where you know where are you going like this? So you never know. Watch this space. You might see my stuff appearing all over the website. Who knows? Um, well, it's going to be well deserved because that test model you did, I was looking at like pictures through your chat thing, and it looked really, really good. It really nice. Yeah, and it's it's they're really nice to paint. I've got. Ollie's, so the deal is, Ollie's printing me those in return for me painting his Night Lords. It's yeah. a it kind of quid pro quo. That's a good yeah. deal. It's yeah, well, he, deal. He, he, he had, we had a heart-to-heart over Christmas, and he was basically, I, I came to the conclusion, Dan, I, said, I don't like painting Space Marines. It's <laughs> like, all right, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> he said, how about this as a sweet, sweet deal? I said, um, you paint my Night Lords, I'll paint, uh, I'll print your, your Space Arm. And I was like, done. Done and done. Yeah, so that's the deal. So I've got, uh, how many have I got there? One, two, three, four, five, seven, eight, nine, ten. About 12 or 13. Part of it was looking at all the components. Ollie printed me off a range of all the component parts that come in the kit, and some bits work better than others. Um, but yeah, but I'm really excited for finishing these because I think um, it, feels like, it feels like it's been on the cutting edge. So just to be absolutely clear as well, to, for people that listen to the podcast, I don't have a 3D printer. I bought the STLs and Ollie's printing them for me. Um, but my thinking on that was we've got several people that are doing it and I've got a long history of being at the cutting edge. So I remember getting one of the, you know, I've been at early doors with PCs and fucking about with all of that and um, early doors with networks and fucking about with all that. That's why I work in IT now. But uh, I was like, yeah, I'd, I'd quite happy for other people to figure out how 3D printing yeah, works. Someone, someone else can work this shit out, and then I'll I yeah, might yeah, do yeah. it later. But... Yeah, when it's, when it's like an Apple product, and it comes packaged like that, I'll, I'll jump on it then. <laughs> the um, Apple eye print. Yeah, I mean, except oh, I don't want to have to get into that fucking walled garden bullshit. Um, but yeah, but that, that, I mean, that's pretty much it. So... At the moment, I've just got loads of little tiny things. It's going to explode. The 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 space non dudes are going to explode. That's really the, going to the be space nam are really fucking cool. You know, oh, you know, with yeah. the growth of the space nam, remember mm. when you were telling me about them initially? You need to get like sci-fi Hueys in there as as armored. Yeah, support, you know, I mean, I've I've yeah, I've worked out a port of the old Valkyrie rules into 30k. It's a direct lift. I, the, the, what I thought we could do was do it like a provenance of war, as a like air cavalry provenance of war. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like seventy points or something, or seventy-five points, and uh, sort of like command squads, um, militia rifle teams, and grenadiers can take a Valkyrie equivalent as a as a dedicated transport or a squadron of them. And we've talked about vehicle squadrons before. I don't know if we've ever talked about it on the podcast. The idea uh, of vehicle no, I don't squadrons. Think we have. But the idea uh, is no, that... I don't think we talked about it. But not no, transport we... squadrons, anyway. Yeah, but transport squadrons. In effect, there's rules in the, in the main rule book. There are rules for vehicle squadrons and how vehicle squadrons work when they're transporting people. But there's no. I, I don't think. I can't think of any examples of where you can actually buy a vehicle squadron to transport a unit. So. What we were thinking was... It's you... not coming squadrons. Do what? Not coming squadrons? Land Raider Achilles. Uh, no. Land... Specifically, Land Raider Achilles Alphas are singular models. You can buy a squadron of Land Raiders. 
So you could buy two Land Raiders and put a 20-man tactical squad in it. So you could do that. Right. But yeah. you can't buy them as dedicated. You, you can't buy a squadron of rhinos, which to me seems fucking ridiculous. Because think about how many yeah, rhinos. Especially when you can have like 20 marines. Yeah. So tactical squad of uh, 20 marines can buy a squadron of two rhinos. Job done. You don't. It doesn't have to be any more complex than that. It could be. Yeah. You could do things like command vehicles and shit. But you know. Anyway. By the by. So that's what I was thinking. And, and more to the point, I quite fancy painting a Valkyrie, but. That would be the sweet spot if a load of these space on dudes jumping out of Valkyries, I think, would be... Mwah. Um, chef kiss. Yeah, chef kiss. Mwah. Anyway, but that's me. Hobby out. Sounds really good, man. Really, really yeah. good. I think the, the only thing we, we wanted to talk about today was the the preview that we've all yeah. just sat through and watched. Yeah. That, I don't know yeah, about yeah, anybody yeah. else. That was a roller coaster, wasn't it? It was. It had ups and downs. It certainly had ups and downs. Yeah. Um, oh. About halfway okay, so... through, we were like, "Oh, why aren't we recording the audio for this?" And then a couple of us said some stuff that pretty much uh, cemented <laughs> yeah, so... the reason why we weren't recording the audio for it. Um, well, what, need... let's, let's go round and say, "What's the one thing you like and the one thing you didn't like?" Go. So only one. Only Go one on thing. So one thing you like, <laughs> one thing you didn't. Oh, the thing, the thing you liked the most. You understand this as a concept. The thing you liked the most, and the thing you liked the least. And we can okay. talk about the bit in the middle in a minute. So, spin birthday boy. Go first. Uh, the thing I liked the most, by far, the uh, the Warmaster Titan. Okay. And Absolutely drunk. amazing, and you know, and, and as a, a Krytos, uh, Legio Krytos, it's it's perfect for for their. Uh, modus operandi, as it were. Uh, it, it's big, it's brutal. It's just gonna. It should. I mean, I don't even care what the rules are for it. It just looks cool as hell. Uh, it, it's got like all. It's got multiple options for weaponry. Uh, it's just got more plasma on it, which is something I absolutely love in the game. And yeah, brilliant, absolutely spot on. Um, I, I, the, the hype and, ex- and all the speculation that came up before it was based on the little teasers that we were getting was verging on comical. Um, you know, it's I an think it, Oh yeah, it was like this. Yeah, I think if they go bigger than this now, then I'll be impre- I'll be surprised. Uh, you know, right? They, I, they I still said keep going back to so it. many times that if they ever made yeah. an Imperator Titan would be the same size as a Warhound. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they've said over and over again, and now I don't they've think brought it's practical out... for the game. No, no, but now they've brought out what we were saying: the war, the war master's about the same size as a forty k knight. Yeah, it's on, uh, yeah, it's on the same Roughly. size base. It's on the same size base as well, as far as I could tell, because it really hadn't got a lot of room to move around. Yeah, the thing is, so, looking at the model, he's a real chunky boy as well. He is. He is a fat lad. He's, you know I, mean? he's I think, I think the technical and... term, the technical term you're looking for there is hecka-chonk. Hecatron. <laughs> yeah, he's got Absolutely. the power staff going. But yeah, if, it, 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 I like if if I was to have any faults with the with it at all, is that it just seems like that it it barely fits on the base, and it like it looks like it needed maybe like a slightly bigger base to kind of be able to pose it better. But until we get it, things they don't like, like, they don't make bigger bases though. Exactly. No. Well, yeah, uh, no, they don't do they because the the warlord base is the same size as a knight one, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, but you're you're right. I I think it could do with the the kind of the next size up of base if you like to breathe a bit. But, yeah. but we, we, I, we all know that they can't pose so. miniatures, don't we? Like we've seen. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's that. 
until we've got our hands on the actual model and seeing people like how how it. I mean, we don't even know how easy it is to pose because it's got this kind of like double um, kind of piston thing going on its legs, isn't it? Yeah. The re- I minutes, mean, the, the re- someone will have an STL of it. Some, <laughs> someone will have made an STL of that little leg bit so you can pose it with it like it's foot up on a piece of like rubble or something, guaranteed. I am. You know, I am. Hun- you know, sorry, Ant. Go on, sorry. Carry on, Dan. No, no, no. You, no, no. You go for it, mate. I'm sorry. I was, I was going to say on on the STL. I give it three days before there's an STL of it on Thingiverse. Yeah. What for? Yeah. Uh, for well, Epic, it's twenty-eight mil. No, no. As in, for, so you can print your own AT version of it. I reckon. I reckon you'll see an STL of it pretty quick. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, well, this, this is released. This is completely out of out, like this is a tangent, but Keith has just messaged the 69th fleet with the new sisters of battle suits are being referred to as Nundams. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best thing I've ever read. That's Sorry, amazing. brilliant. What did you, what did you right, leave so like from the me? Um, yeah? Oh, crikey. Uh, this other thing. Don't be I'm diplomatic. No, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to remember what what else was in there. Um... Well, there was the Nundams. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's it. Got, yeah, them. Uh, as, as much as I dislike the the, the, the flying kit today, uh, Jack made a good point about it being like a hark back to like um, mythical creatures. Uh, whereas the yeah, the Sisters of Battle mechs seem like a very damp squib for a 40k preview. Uh, like I was expecting, like the next book or the next, you know, the next big thing for forty k, like the next uh, faction or whatever it's going to be that's going to be get released or, or and previews of their models, and it's like, so you're just adding what are quite frankly not very good miniatures to an existing army that's already out. That's a mm. bit a bit mediocre. Uh, and, and the reason why I'm picking that, another reason why I'm picking that over uh, the Kitsune thing is that. No, it's a 40k release. I would, I would have expected more for, for 40k for a preview for that, and that just seemed a bit under, very underwhelming for for a 40k preview, especially at the time where 40k is currently its new edition. So there's a lot of stuff that people are going to be waiting for that don't have armies out yet, and it's like you need to move on from what you've already released. You know, you need you need to be getting out new armies. You need to be getting out. The other stuff. Everything, and... everything they've done for 40k is pandering. It's Space Marines or yeah. it's um, Sisters of Battle. And everyone wanted Sisters of Battle. And they had uh, the yeah. Necrons. They had a nice little window of Necrons where it looked like mm. the Xenos players were going to get something. Yeah. And now and gone, they don't care they've again. Just gone back all over Space Marines again. And as much as I, you know, I've all, I'll always be a Space Marine fan, like it's it's just getting boring. It's like there are. I mean, Eldar. How long has it been since they had any kind of release of? You know, new stuff, but as in fresh, new, a new, not even just like a, a revamp of an old unit. Was it seventh or eighth edition? No, no, it, oh, no, it would be. The, it was the. It, it was the. Oh, the it was the. Um, it was the banshees, wasn't it? That was the last thing no, they got. No, no, as in, as in, you know, the um, the ones that were. Oh, I can't remember what they're called. The Yanti or whatever they're called. Yanari. Oh, the Yanari, yeah. that was it, yeah. That was the only, that's the last time we had anything bunker. But, but you know, the Banshees were the, the Banshees were the Banshees in the new Jane Zar model were probably the last release that they got. But it's it's like, it was like a, it seemed like a token gesture as part of that story arc or whatever it was they were doing. 
uh, like the you know basically the closing up of eighth edition, and mm. you know that how many armies do they do? Like the, how many factions are there in forty k? And some of them have just like been completely like not looked at in any you know any see any kind of way for so long. I mean that's why everyone got so excited about the Necrons because it was awesome. It was exactly what people were hoping for. You know, a Xenos race getting a revamp of their range of models and getting the kind of treatment that they've been seeing Space Marines been getting throughout the entirety of Eighth Edition, and it was like, yeah, this is fantastic. We're going to be seeing. And then it's, oh, we're back to Space Marines again. Oh, look, there's another yeah, Space Marine codex. It, it comes back to the thing we say quite often: they're a miniatures company, not a game company. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Space Marines will sell. Sisters of Battle will sell. So they might as well carry on milking that cash cow. Do you know what I mean? Uh, mm. I, it, yeah, uh, the 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 gun like the Nundams are very mad. Okay, so go on, man. You, as you're talking, Ross, I take it the Nundams your least. Yeah, favorite that, that's me done. No, no, no. Like, um, I don't like the Nundams. I think that they could be, you know, they like I suggested, you could do things to them to make them mm. more. I think the major thing that I don't dislike is they they are outside of the aesthetic. Okay. The fact that they've got like the anime arms poking out the side, like it's very apple seed. It's very, um, like, yeah. And I think Dan hit on this when we were chatting. Like, Mm. look at look at the Nundams, and then look at all the new Lumineth stuff, and it's aimed at, um, like the Eastern market. It's got that feel to it, like the anime, the kind of. And it, it, it makes sense. I dislike the Kitsune. Like, that's my big fail. Um, really? Yeah. It's just, it's got a dumb pose. Like, a really dumb pose. Um, in fact, I compared it to, like, the, the Shadow Legends archer lady who's doing that stupid, mm. like, firing across herself thing in the video that pops up every time you go on YouTube. Um but also, like, yeah, if they're doing the elements, like, was it Jack suggested they were doing the four elements, or was that Ollie? Mm. Uh, yeah. Uh, Kitsune is, is if you're gonna if you're gonna look at it that way and go, oh yeah, it's a mythical creature, cool. Kitsune has nothing to do with air; it's fire. It's fire and lightning are the two things that Kitsune are most related to in the mythology. So, wrong element. <laughs> wrong element for a start. Also, like we've said many times, what. What's fire? Well, phoenixes and dragons. Yeah. And that, that will please people that are looking at the Lumineth going, well, these aren't like the high elf, new high elf things that I, I wanted kind of thing. I don't know. It's just, it's just really disappointing to see, because obviously we saw the, the, the previews of the kangaroo things. Mm. Just, just what, why? Why? Um, because they look like the fucking Gunguns from Attack of the Clones. Um, Misa, so it, sad right now. The whole Lumineth range, apart from the Spearmen and the Horse Riders, is trash, in my opinion. I hate it. Just the aesthetic is completely off. Um, I love is, the is Warbringer. That, Sorry, go on. Uh, I was going to say, is that because the aesthetic is completely going off piece from the traditional high off look? So because they're trying to establish their own kind of look, is it because it's not what you think it is I don't think, or what it I don't think so because I really like the Indoneth hmm. like I yeah. really like the Indoneth and I really like um, like the Sylvaneth 
I was going to say, I mean, I know, I know Daughters of Cain is pretty much Witch Elves, which are some of my favorite models ever. But the stuff they added to it with the Melisai and the Snake Ladies, basically, I thought it was like, that's yeah. fucking shit heart range. Oh, yeah, they nailed that concept. It's real good. And then the, the Lumineth just seemed to be a bit kind of like, it, it screams that they've had an idea and then it's been designed by committee and they haven't really had a clear focus. It's like, we want to do something with the elements. Okay. What? How about we make a cow mountain? That's a great idea. Let's do that. <laughs> and it's it, not it, a fan. it it feels like somebody's sunk. I, I see this at work all the time, where pe- where the organisation sunk a lot of money into a project, and the and the prospect of stopping the project to stop you spending any more money is so terrifying because they've sunk so much money into it. So they carry on, and it's like you're just making it fucking worse. Just stop. Yeah. Literally stop. And go and, back uh, like, and rethink if, what, what you're doing with your lives. If people like Lumen, the Lumineth models, that's cool. Each to their own at the end of the day. Uh, they're yeah, not for me. Tasting. But yeah, no, I, um, much like Spin, I like the Warmaster. It's, it's very cool. I'm very hyped for it. Like I said, it's probably going to be my first like um, purchase above a Reaver. Um, but for me, my favorite part was either the Diachasm Vampires or the two models that we got to see from the new Quest game. Pick one. Mm, yeah. Um, on. Choose choose wisely. It's got to be the Witch Hunter then. The Witch Hunter with the from the oh, quest. Underslung under um, stake launcher. Gotta love yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cool. It's just, it's a really cool model. It, um, it's really unique compared to some of the other stuff you've seen. It's, it's kind of, it's the classic, you can straight away you can know what he is. Yeah. As in, it's an Inquisitor, you know, Witch Hunter. But because it's, it's, brand new you've never seen that kind of thing before it's really really good really good i like i think it's the scope as well like like immediately when we were looking at those models we were saying our quest that's cool and then we were like also like um inquisitor 28 yeah um it would fit in with like next to no conversion work necromunda it would fit in with next to no conversion work same as if you look at the the diachasm vampires um Mm. like the woman with the two swords, that's the simplest conversion in the world to make her into a like an Escher Death Maiden or yeah. uh, a hired sword. Um, also, just the quality of those models is so fucking good. I was good. about to say, yeah, that, that, that so their, their quality is really nice. Be, really nice. It would be interesting to see who's designed them, because obviously they don't tell people who design them anymore, but it would be interesting to see who designed the Inquisitor, as in other stuff with the new quest, as well as the... Um, that um that vampire gang because they mm. are pretty I like the guy with the you know with the big stick uh, the enforcer dude yeah he looks he looks mint so they, they have this really they have this really weird thing with AOS like if you look at the stormcasts and you look at like the the bone reapers um the fire slayers the cadron overlords they all have a very cartoony feel to them hmm. um and that's not necessarily a bad thing. I'm just saying they they have a, a cartoon esque like aesthetic to them, but then I've seen people paint them in that like I've seen people paint the Cadrons like it's grim steampunk, and they look amazing. And I've seen people paint um, the Bone Reapers and like the Night Haunts, um, in more in a more convincing like ghost and ancient skeleton look, mm. like the Lumineth. I think my issue with the Lumineth is 
they're so very anime that I don't think you could paint them in such a way to make them not look l- like Lumineth, if you know what I mean. Like, there's there's no color scheme I could see that's going to be like, oh, that's not just a weird floating kitsune with a bow and a broken spine. Whereas you can paint, like, the Cadaran airship so it doesn't just look like a ship that's had a bubble attached to it. If you, it I don't know if I'm talking shit or not here. But... No, well, ca- case in point, I played an army at the last Throne of Schools, which might as well have been in uh, about the time the Great Pyramid of Giza was finished. Um, <laughs> and he'd he'd converted a load of mechanical models from the Caradrin Overlord stuff because and he'd done a really great job of it, actually. It wasn't a kind of like half-assed conversion at all. He'd done an absolutely incredible job. But the the what he'd done is he'd leaned into that steampunk thing, which chimed really well with the kind of weird Mechanicum vibe you get from Mechanicum stuff. Yeah. Because uh, that, that's kind of got a cyberpunk feel to it, I always feel. It always feels a bit clockworky. Yeah, for sure. And then there's the, there's the, the other guy from the quest, the Gravedigger, mm. who um, is probably one of the best un- undead models they've made outside of those vampires. Like, Shovel lad. Sh- shovel boy. It um it just screams like Pan's Labyrinth and then Spin, you were saying it, it has a feel of like um uh, Silent Hill and um uh, Hellboy. Hellboy, yeah. Yeah. Like it it's just such a cool there's so many things to look at on it. It's got a real creepy feel to it. It's um it's the kind of stuff you used to see in like the vampire and undead artwork back in fantasy yeah. battles times. And yeah. you'd be like, that's sick, that's awesome. And you'd, you'd like make a little model of it to lead your like zombies or whatever. Um, both, yeah, both those models just to me feel like it's the old world in AOS, if you know what I mean. Mm. And the same for the, the, vamp- the vampire diachasm models. They've got, but yes, they're quite clearly like the new style they're doing. But like we were saying, they each look like they're one of the bloodlines. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, for me, it's hands down the 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 witch hunt is the winner, and the like the kitsune is is the loser for me. Um, but again, personal preference. If if you like the kitsune, then fair play. Um, you obviously see something in it that I don't. But yeah, what about you, Ant? Well, my loser is going to be the kill team box because it's apart from the terrain. It's just like Blade Ones, okay, yeah, lovely. And Intercessors, I'm like, I don't know. I, I just thought they'd be a bit more bang to the book, not bang to the book, but just think a bit more fruity rather than it's just Kill Team Part Two kind of thing because there's nothing in there. But I think we've all been spoiled um, by the um, Necromunda Zometalis, uh, Zom, yeah, Zometalis type terrain. And to go back to like cardboard with just little little, little bits of like three D terrain on it, it was like shit. It looks like a board game rather than an actual war game. So I, I don't know. For me, the kill team, I'm a bit like mm, just a bit. I think we were saying yeah. it has that feel. You remember when they released um, Warzone uh, Kill Team Arena? Yeah, yeah. As that competitive one, and it was a cardboard thing with doors. Yeah. Yeah, it has it, it, yeah. it has that feel to me. Like if they were 
doing it as like just a new kill team starter set, it would have the terrain in it like the other ones did. Exactly. And I think I think for me, if you know, flay, plastic flay ones, yeah, brilliant, fantastic. I'm sure there's gonna be plenty of Necron players out there, including myself, who's gonna sit there going, Yeah, that's really good, I like that, and like a new command type model, you know, holding his like his D six and all this kind of jazz. But <laughs> the thing the thing for me is that it's they could have done something other than Marines, but then going back to obviously the initial conversation from early where Marines sell, so this box set's going to fly off the show, you're going to see loads of people splitting it, so Necron's going to go, so the flayed ones will go for like, what, 15 quid for a set on like eBay and this kind of thing. But it's, I don't know, I just think it, I could have done something a little bit more with it, made it like, made, bought like Pariahs back, for example. or it, Quite, quite had, frankly, had, it feels, sorry, go on. You know, it, we could have brought pariahs back, we could have had a different type of marine unit for me in a kill like a kill team kind of scenario. It's going to be you know, like the scout guys. Um, I don't know what they're called, they've already done those though. If a kill team, oh, the yeah, um, the yeah. execution, the team. yeah, that's the one, the yeah, yeah, yeah they, they, they've already done those for kill team, but yeah, the, what, the, what this is is basically an excuse to release the uh, two units that haven't been released for those two armies yet. And mm. trap people into buying both of them in the same box set, yeah. and then throwing in a bit of card, uh, a book, and then charging a premium for it, and then knowing full well that what people actually do is just buy it, split it, and sell off the bits. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, we, fair, we, we we don't know how much it's going to cost yet. And no, it could be quite a good value been, for it. Like think, Kill Team historically has been good value. But like for I example, think... the 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 intercessor unit are heavy intercessors. They're a heavy support. Well, they're not heavy support, but they are heavier. They don't fit the. I think this is the point you're trying to make. They don't fit the aesthetic for a kill team or an elite oh. kind of infiltrating team or anything like that. It's just a, a bunch of guys with heavy weaponry moving around. Well, the thing is, though, for me, a kill team is um, Death Watch. Yeah, because I I always remember the, the first kind of kill team game I played was Tyranid Attack. Now that's showing my age. But Tyranid Attack, where you had a bunch of scouts fucking rampaging through a hive ship, causing mayhem and chaos, it was just like a suicide mission. Destroy as much as you can. And Kill Team is like where you've got a bunch of specialists, um, you know, you get together, you blow shit up, you kill people. You don't have five guys armed exactly the fucking same. Because that's just, um, that's a skirmish squad action. Whereas, I don't know, it just... I, it, I understand why they've done it because, it, like you said, because it's like right, you know, these are two brand new squad, all new characters, all new kind of models in the box. So you know, you're gonna, gonna it's gonna fly. But for me, it's just like they just, I don't know, it just feels like they're. Why not just release them as part of 40k? It'll be, sprue, what... it'll be sprue layout as well. Like yeah. the the first kill team, but like when they did the kill team sets, it was just like this is the Admech one. Here's some Skatari. Yeah. This yeah. is the. Um, it was Gene Steeler. Yeah. yeah. But, but, but the, the thing the, is, though, the thing they were, I think you're about to make the same point, is they're multi posed models. Yes. Like yes. You, you have options for them. Whereas the, we all know the new Marines, unless these are the, the, unless they're being released as multi part, I don't know. But mm. uh, all we've seen so far has been the mono pose, like quick build stuff. And, and the mono post quick build because I picked up the Indominus set for me and Isla, and to be honest with you, Isla's been painting through it quite nicely. She's, she's I've got a first unit done, which I'm quite sure with you. But the Indominus set as as quick fit Marines, they're really really nice. And I, you know, I'm not going to hold anything against them. But when I'm kind of putting them together with her, it's just like they're just a bit boring. Kind of, you can't put any kind yeah. of 
zest into it. Whereas at least with traditional firstborn and everything else that's kind of the old school multipose, you can move that arm in a different way. You can turn the head and to, to kind of convert, you know, to do something a little different with it, like the monopose stuff, it's a lot work now it's been cut but i don't know the kill team i'm a bit kind of like i wanted something more exciting i wanted epic or i wanted battlefleet gothic or i wanted whatever but just another kind of a rehash version of school small skirmish 40k i'm just like yeah whatever i'm not fucking bothered i think the most interesting thing in that kill team box is the train yeah yeah absolutely and it was making me giggle when i was listening to you guys listening to the Watching the Twitch stream early, it's like you know, just be, you know, become a subscriber so you can put up there. You know, you're going to sell the STLs for that. And, <laughs> you know, yeah, absolutely. Because again, it gives it gives me hope that someone's going to go and make STLs for like Necron ZM because that would be well, dope. Thing, to be honest with you, if you put it out there, then you're going to get some crazy bastard like us who's going to sit there and knock it up because it's not. It's all it is is just symbols and circles, like lines and circles. Yeah, yeah true. You know, I mean, it's nothing special. You, you know, you got, you know, all sorts. It's just pyramid. You know, it's like think of um, Borg. But when I think of Zomatalis for Necrons, I just think Borg, and that's my kind of that's how I kind of envision it. But there you go. Um, the winner, in my eyes, is he's a real tough one. I'm gonna be really fucking controversial. It's either gonna be the, you know, that the new elves because I like them, and I, and I don't know what put my finger on it, but I just I think the fluid of the motion. But I don't like the swirly bit on the base. It's just a bit like that's been done to death. Or the other thing I really like is I like the um, the endless spells with that snake thing. That's yeah, the, the endless spell snake is so nice. It's just so good. But I, you see, quest for me isn't quest. I remember the Titanicus thing. I'm not overly fussed by. I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. The 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 nundam I'm like yeah, yeah whatever <laughs> I don't know it's the vampires are nice so if I'm gonna choose one it's gonna be the new elves because as weird as it sounds you know the like the um the kangaroos and the fucking like the the battle the battle cows yeah I kind of like them I'll never buy them because I've got no reason to buy them but as models I think they're really nice really nice just the how they're designed and how they're painted and the, how they look clean. But as, a, as an actual army, I'd never collect them because I would never be able to fucking transport them anywhere because my usual carrier bag wouldn't work because it's just too dumb. Carrier bag? You hurt me. You hurt my soul <laughs> every time I do that. Yeah, but I don't know. The type, I don't know. The Titan stuff I'm, I'm not bothered by because I'm a bit kind of... Dis, I'm a bit... Um, disillusion with the whole Titanic. Yeah, you've like, got a bit cold on the AT, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe because, you know, when you're just like, I'm, I think it's night overload because it's been nights, 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 nights for such a long time. In my head, that's not Titanic. Yeah, I, I can I can see where you're coming with that. Yeah, and I think that's what made this one so good was that it wasn't just an... Uh, 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 wasn't another night release but it was also an entirely new variant of titan it's not like it wasn't like a a variation of a reaver or warlord or warhound which is you know would have been cool anyway it is Mm. something we've not seen as a variant of uh titan Mm. before and like much like the warbringer was 
it, you know, it was like that. Okay, this is something completely new. You know, it's cool. And this is what I, I this is the point of Titanicus that I'm starting to look forward to is that now they've got out the what we consider to be the norm for for Titans and like that, that kind of type of game. We're, hopefully, we're going to start seeing more new stuff that we've never seen before coming out. Mm. And I'm I'm kind of hoping that the nights we've kind of been covered now, as yeah. in you know they've, they've pretty much got everything out that I know of. And there might be one or two others that they're not done yet, but they're either that or previewed, or they're going to be coming soon. Well, and now they can start focusing on new variants of Titans, new var- like variation or like the, the other classes, like the uh, the rapier, the you know new mm. versions of Scout Titans, new types of uh, like Reaver uh, size Titans, you know. Well, and this is a good. Uh, this is what made me so excited about this one is that it's a, a sign of that to come. Well, for me, the Titanicus factors. I remember when obviously when it first got announced and all this kind of stuff. Like, oh yeah, we're going to cover the other races and all that, and it's like. You know, where's the elder? Where's the orcs? Where's the? Yeah, they're going to do that. Yeah. No, this is the. This was a the heresy thing. It's it's set in the heresy. So they weren't. They people want that to happen. Mm. They said they might look at it for much further down the line, but it's not. That's not. They're not going to be covering Xenos for a very long time if they're going to do that. I think that was the thing. They never defined much further down the line. They kind of said, "Oh well, you know, at some point it will end up with we do." The beast arises like orcs, which that's that's what they went to. But because they haven't laid out like anything approaching a roadmap, everyone thinks that because oh the warlord's out, there's no more titans. So when are they doing orcs? Yeah. All the knights are out, so there's no more knights. When are they doing orcs? Yeah. And you've got like you've got a group of people that are like, let's see some new titans. Let's see the jackal or the rapier. Or like this one that came out of nowhere. There's an old piece of um, concept art that never got used. You've got those, which I'm in. I'm in, I want to see more Titans before we see other races. But then you've got people that maybe don't play Heresy, but are playing AT because they're fa- they were fans of Epic or whatever. And they're like, oh, but I want Orcs and I want Elder and I want Tau and I want Necrons and I want Tyranids. Hmm. Like, okay, I get it. I get there's demand for it, but at the same yeah. time, that's not what the game is. And that, and that's what I need to keep reminding myself. When when Titanicus came out, and, you know, I still remember the day I picked up the box set and then flew off to Ibiza with it literally in my <laughs> bag. <laughs> and, <laughs> and for me, I keep needing to remind myself that it, it is not, it's not epic. It's not Space Marine. It's not Adeptus Titanicus. Old, it's not the like, classic thing that you remember, which not, is... It's, it's a different it's a, but it's the same with quest it's like the new quest it's not the, the new quest is nothing like the old quest and i need no. to keep reminding myself that i'm not going to see infantry i'm not going to see flyers i'm not going to see tanks i'm not going to see super heavies it is effectively knights upwards but, but that's and, what why we're getting into 30k epic yeah yeah exactly that's exactly yeah. why but, i'm getting excited like when, about that you know when I look at the quest models and when I look at look at the diachasm vampires i'm not looking at them because i want to play quest like, I might play Quest if it's a good game. Everyone seems to enjoy um, Blackstone Fortress. Oh, it's such a good game, man. You'd look, you'd but look I look at that Witch Hunter and I'm like, more time. Mm. Or, um, like I said, Inquisitor 28. And then yeah. I look at the vampires and I'm like, they're just cool models, but also more time. So, like, mm. um, I get it. I get what you're saying. Like, Quest isn't Quest. Um, but. 
I think give it a go. If you don't like it, you've still got cool models. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's true. It's true. I've got the original one. You know the um, the Zinch one. Um, oh, um, the Silver Tower. Silver Tower. Yeah, yeah. So I picked that up, but I, ironically, I never played it. So I've got it stuck. We've the played it. Attic. We played it with um, Will and Steph and Joe on holiday. Mm. It was quite good. It's very different to the original Quest. Um, Seems a lot yeah. more linear, didn't it? Yeah, there's a lot less kind of... The thing I really loved about playing Quest with you guys back in the day was, like, levelling up and choosing what skills and stuff you're going to do and the shenanigans yeah. you got into in town and the fact that Spin mm. could never pass an agility check as a ward answer. No. <laughs> but that's, that's what... That, that was part of the charm, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it was... There's a there was a less of a failure curve. Like you could have spin fail like four agility checks in a row and still be in the game. Whereas I think in Silver Tower that it's a lot quicker if you don't achieve the like if you don't kill enough of the baddies in that round where you can roll dice, you're dead. True. Like you're going straight in the bin. But then again, I think anyway. it was designed to be more of a pickup game than it was a campaign thing. Very true. Uh, about Dan, so we've got one. We've got one person left. What, what do Commander you Coxman. Right. Well, here's the thing. I'm going to lean into the gaming aspect of this and to explain my choices. But by far and away, the worst thing I thought, and bearing in mind this has got uh, Captain Kitsune and his fox tail of joy, um, I thought the, I'd agree with Anne in that the um, the kill team box was absolutely shocking. Um. I don't know how much they're going to charge for it, but if it's more than about 40 quid, it's a fucking rip-off, frankly. Um, the terrain's all right. Don't get me wrong, the terrain's all right. But if you if you looked at it, I I've, I looked at some of the, the back of the box art where it's got the terrain kind of laid out, and it doesn't come to higher than anybody's knee. Chest-high wall stuff, isn't it? If that. Yeah, it's, if, if that. It's, it's like, basic scatter terrain. Gears of war, where's... man. Gears of war. It's like where's where's the obelisks? Where's the pylon generators? Where's the you know, like Ant was saying, like the Borg stuff. Anyway, um, but on top of that, it's like you've done something. What you've done is Marines and again, which is just really dull. It's just so fucking dull. And this comes from a Heresy player who loves playing Marine on Marine action. Yeah, but so, it's, 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 it's as I was saying, it's basically it's a guaranteed sale because they're just throwing in the late yeah, one of the units yeah, that yeah. aren't available yet for Space Marines. It's guaranteed sale, absolute guaranteed yeah. sale. And and that all it the, is the the, the 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 selling mechanism as well pisses me off in the sense that there'll be a load of people that feel compelled to buy the box because it's the only way of getting those models, and it's like oh fuck off. That's just it's just annoys me. Well, at least they shit out of me, that kind of stuff does. So that that for me was the worst one. And the more I think about it, the worse it gets. However, the best thing, and well, the thing that I'm most excited about is the new um board game, the new quest game. Because not because I necessarily think it's going to be brilliant a brilliant game, not because I think it's necessarily going to be um well designed and executed, but I think that as a group, that will be um evenings of proper belly laughs for us to play oh yeah true you see i missed this in the preview so i might need a bit of um any more details to it because well no is that they preview quest yeah no the, the game's the game right the game's the game and whether it's good or bad is uh, we can't say because we haven't seen the game the models are clearly gorgeous 
and and we know it's got a similar sort of scale of terms of models and um, events like Blackstone Fortress. Right. The point, the the key thing for me though is it will work for whatever the game is, however the game works, it will work for us as a gaming group. It will be, I think it's got the potential to be the kind of game that we can keep coming back to again and again and again. It builds those stories that we always talk about. The stuff we were just talking about, Quest, about Spins War Dancer, about my pit fighter, Ivan the freaking Sweet, and his punch dagger of doom. (laughs) (laughs) it's those stories it'll be those I... stories that we build around that game not necessarily see, the game itself I, I would absolutely love it if that's the case but I have to ask the question if it was the case why did that we've never played really played Silver Tower down the club which is no, basically but we, no, but you're, you're... we have played um, Blackstone Fortress yeah yeah I reckon yeah. Yeah, so, Silver Tower predates. Don't. Yeah, Silver Tower predates Black uh, Stone Fortress by oh, a good way. Point. They yeah, yeah. they yeah, learned so they learned a lot, a lot they, in that then. process. And this is a, an evolution. I'm assuming it's going to be an evolution from it. I I really do think, and like I say, there's all, there's a point here where I think it's almost irrelevant whether it's a quality game in an in an absolute sense or an objective sense, as opposed to something that we subjectively like or don't like. Because it'll, I think it's got the potential, and this is why I'm excited about it. It's got potential to be the the nexus around which we build those stories that we tell ourselves, build those real quality um, friends playing in a group, and the, the stories of game. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you think about if you think about how we talk about the games of heresy we play, we don't talk about the dice. Ro- well, you talk about the dice roll spin, but we don't <laughs> in general. We don't normally talk about the dice rolls. What we talk about is what goes on. We talk about how, how I suckered Kurt into following a, a Spartan <laughs> with uh, Mortarion in around for an entire game, which cost him the match. Or we talk about Nick drop-podding and wildly succeeding and massively failing. We talk about Ant charging 120 models <laughs> yeah. at Kurt uh, and watching his eyes kind of glaze over when he realises he hasn't got enough bolt guns to deal with it. <laughs> it's the it's the storytelling that makes yeah. it a great experience for us, and I think this as a game has got it's it's got that it, it's potentially that seed for a whole new generation of stories for us as That's a game fair. group. That's fair. Yeah, I think I agree with that as well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Yeah, but that's it. No, never mind. But yeah, but the the Kitsune thing can get in the fucking bin as well. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the Lumineth and the kangaroo they rode in on. Well, there you go. There you go. Like I say, I think <laughs> I like them, but it's definitely a Barmite one. I think it's, it's definitely a Barmite faction. That one is absolutely. There, I think I think I think for me, the reason I like them is because I play Bulls and Badgers, which is um, which uses animals in kind of uh, human type poses, and I think because it, it kind of reminds me a little bit of that. Maybe I'm not too sure, but. Um, yeah, it, it, I don't know. It is good, but yeah, I think I, the, I think the reason why I dislike them is that it, it, it looks like they're trying to recreate high elves in the classic way, but then just made it weird. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, we we've had this, we've talked about this in jam. Yeah. We are, and I for me, AOS right at the heart of it should be. Do you know what? This is something completely new and separate. Just completely forget anything from the old world. We're re- recreating everything from scratch, which is effectively yeah. what they're doing. 
because actually kind of like half-arsing links back to something that they used to do, which they've ditched. It, it doesn't convince the people that used to play it, and the new players don't care because they've got no frame of reference. So yeah. what's the fucking point? Very Just true. bend it off. Don't, br- don't bring back... Or recreate it in a separate it... way, which is what they're talking about doing. Just, no, well, no, I mean, utterly, completely... Don't have Sigmar as a god. Fuck it off. No, no, I mean, I mean uh, as in the old world game, the, you know, make it a clear, defined separation. You know, AOS is a game of its own, and then old world, yeah. which you pronounce you're doing, a- is AOS. a game of its own, and it's basically the old game. Yeah, it's like you just have no frame of reference at all, whatsoever, in any way, shape, or form. To the old world, just bin it off completely, because at least that gives AOS a fighting chance of building its own identity without effectively dickheads like me coming along going, "That's not a fucking high elf." Yeah, exactly, it's got too much comparison to have, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. And like I say, they get the either you either kept doing the old world or you bend it off and create something brand new. But what they kind of been doing for years is half-arsing it, and it, it's not convincing anybody. Anyway, I'm oh. sure I'm sure their marketing department's listening to me right now and taking notes. <laughs> not, <laughs> oh, of course they, they they listen intently to our podcast every time. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, uh, this 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 heresy podcast that you know we've really yeah. talked about heresy today. Oh, we didn't talk no, about today was uh, a special what's they We didn't talk about what? what's they coming out, did we? What's what's the name? Saul fucking Tarvitz. Ah, oh, fuck him. He's he's a big purple dickhead. No one likes him. <laughs> I I like Saul Perp. I like Saul Tarvitz. I do I do like that we had an internal debate in um inside uh, chat about actually how long the battle on Isfan three lasted. Spin reckoned it was forty eight hours, and we go, who knows? Fucking months, mate. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Angron right, went to town. Like- Maybe ten years ago, we'd have read that book. I can't remember exactly <laughs> that, you know. And it was there's so many books that obviously I jumped straight into the flight of the Eisenstein. Obviously, it was happening while that was going on, and I just didn't, I didn't equate. It. I was just like, oh, I read that book dead quick, so it must have been really quick this event. <laughs> yeah, okay. In flight of the Eisenstein, because the, the warp drives fucked, they end up yeah, floating they're, around they're, for months, don't they? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So no one actually found out for months what was going on. That's that's yeah. the disconnect that I got because I probably read. The Isfan three story so quickly, like I just equate it in my memory as being, oh, that was just a, a flash of the pan event that happened, like it was a, oof, like from what I dusted. remember, when me and Lil listened to we listened to the audiobook end of last year, I'm I'm pretty sure the reason why Horace forced Angron to come back and then just nuked the place from orbit was because the Loyalist Legions were on their way. Yeah, because of because um... it was the forced confrontation at Istvan, uh, the drop site massacre. Yeah, so it must have been a long time, but yeah. Well, it's taken a month to be able to find out about it, didn't they? Yeah, it's been a short one this week, this month, because it's Spin's birthday, and he's got to go off and do meals and stuff and see yeah. people. Gangsters and cocaine. He's got to see <laughs> his his parents who are in his in his bubble. They're the only people um, I'm officially allowed to see. Yep, so happy birthday to you, Spin. Thank you very much. Cheers, guys. Happy birthday, dude. Been a good day um, so far, so I appreciate that. I think next month we're looking to get some of the locals on and possibly uh, a special guest. Ooh, you big tease. I know, right? If we can make our Discord work properly, which is the reason we haven't had 
the members of the community on today. Well, yeah. I, I, hopefully I'll be able to use the full uh, command suite from my central control bay rather than sitting the on full my power iPad like a of your computerizer. <laughs> computerizer phase. This computer is now fully operational. Operational! <laughs> <laughs> it yeah, might be, that's... actually. Aspin has to go. Has to go and do his. Um, he's got to have his bath and stuff. His his annual bath on his birthday. Well, it uh, takes, before he goes out for his ser- meal, the serving wenches have got to get into their PPE before they can scrub his dick for him. Oof, <laughs> oof. <laughs> <laughs> La petite. Hey, we just know that you watched Coming to America, right? Yeah, baby. No, I don't really watch those. Yeah. They're doing it. They're making a remake. They're doing a yeah. two, aren't a re- they? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Somebody's got to make a mortgage payment, haven't they? <laughs> do you want to? Uh, do you want to sign us off there, Dan? Yes. Uh, thank you, everyone, to everybody for listening. I uh, hope you've enjoyed this, and catch us on the next one. <laughs>